This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. Yesterday, you guys heard from James Hickey, who broke down two ways that anyone can generate 5K per month while in a transition mode. All right, Top Tribe, you're going to love our guest today. His name is Jason Gaynard, and he was named by Forbes as one of the top 25 networkers to watch in 2015. <laughs> He's the founder of Mastermind Talks. Now, with a lower acceptance rate than Harvard, his highly exclusive event brings together brilliant minds like multiple New York Times best-selling author Tim Ferriss, fashion titan Mark Echo, biohacker Dave Asprey, and many more. Jason, are you ready to take us to the top? I'm excited, man. Thank you for having me. I am excited that you're here. Look, masterminds, they're a controversial subject. People waste a lot of money on them. Other people spend nothing on them, and they're rock star masterminds. Walk us through what Mastermind Talks is. So Mastermind Talks is an invite-only event uh, for entrepreneurs. Um, our first event, we had 4,200 entrepreneurs apply for 150 spots. Uh, and it actually stemmed out of doing dinners for entrepreneurs. And I never thought I'd be in the event space uh, whatsoever, but I started doing dinners and just thoroughly enjoyed connecting amazing people. Um, and then I had an opportunity to do an event with Tim Ferriss, which became our first Mastermind Talks event, which to my surprise turned out to be a huge success. So uh, I decided to prove it wasn't the first one wasn't a fluke by doing the second one. And the second one was a big success. So that's how I officially got in the event space. That's amazing. So let me back up. You said casually. I just liked, quote, doing dinners. What do you mean doing dinners? So what happened was uh, I had a very successful e-commerce business um, that I grew to about $6 million a year over four years with no outside investments. Fortunately, uh, $6 I was million in the annual that, recurring revenue? Correct. What was the name of that? Just so uh, I can link to in the show notes. Yeah, it was called Tickets Canada. So it was actually a, a wholesale and retail ticketing company. So we resold concert tickets and sporting event tickets. Um, unfortunately, it was an industry I didn't enjoy. I never saw value in concerts or sporting events. I didn't go to any myself. But like most entrepreneurs, I was told to pick a business based on opportunity and proximity. Mm -hmm. um, and ended up getting out of that business. And then somebody gave me a ticket to go see Seth Godin in New York. And I've always been a huge fan of Seth. Never had an opportunity to see him uh, speak live in person in one of his intimate workshops. So I went because I had no other obligations at the time. I was out of the ticketing business. And uh, the theme of his little workshop was a connection economy and how there's huge value connecting like-minded individuals. And at the time, I'm like, there's no group as disconnected as entrepreneurs because everybody's working in their own little businesses. So I started doing these things called mastermind dinners where I'd invite six to eight entrepreneurs who didn't know each other and would facilitate connecting them over dinner. Where was this? In San Diego or? No, it was actually uh, in Toronto. So I've held them all over North America now, but uh, the first ones were in Toronto. Are you cold and, emailing rockstar entrepreneurs? Is it free for them to come to a dinner? Uh, it is. So I, I've I've written a book on this now because a lot of people have asked me how I I organize these dinners and how I do the outreach and stuff like that. I to this day still pay for the dinners. Um, just it's something I've always done. But I know a lot of people have gone on to you know start charging for dinners and doing What's all that the kind book of stuff. Name? What's the book name, Jason? It's actually called Mastermind Dinners. There, well, there you go. Mastermind <laughs> Dinners. Okay, what is the average cost to you for one of these Mastermind Dinners for eight, um, eight people, usually, say? Yeah, you, uh, for, for eight people will be roughly about $600, $700. Okay. Um, but the ROI, I mean, I used to, in my last business, I'd spend, you know, 
ten, twenty thousand dollars on ads with no guaranteed return per se, as opposed to the ROI of experience through just relationships. Uh, I mean, that's how I've built my business from the ground up is based purely on relationships. So you did these dinners. Was Tim one of the one one of the people you invited to one of these dinners? Is that how the first event came to be? No. So what happened was an interesting story. So I actually, um, so I was doing these dinners. I saw a huge value in it and, but I didn't have a business in mind, uh, in regards to it. And then I had an opportunity to do an event with Tim where Tim was coming out with the four hour chef. Um, and, uh, Tim is by far one of the best book marketers. I know his, uh, book was banned from all the Barnes and Noble bookstores and basically all retail distribution. So he had no retail distribution about two weeks before he launched. And, you know, being a two time New York times bestselling author at the time, the expectation is that, you know, the third book will be a best bestseller as well. So, um, in order to kind of offset that, what Tim decided to do was create these book bundles. And if you bought, you know, 25 books, maybe he'd do a webinar. If you bought 50 books, he'd do something else. He had this Hail Mary package that he didn't think anybody would buy that if you bought 4,000 books, he'd do two speaking engagements. And when I saw the, the offer, he only was offering one package. I said, you know, this is a great opportunity for a friend of mine who puts on these huge events in Canada with like two, 3,000 entrepreneurs. And I sent him an email. The minute I clicked send, I said, you know, this is a great opportunity for anybody because Tim's never spoken in Canada, which is where I'm based out of. And he doesn't speak that often. So I ended up emailing Tim directly and I said, uh, I'll, I'll take the books. So I, that was, <laughs> that kind of forced me to be in the event space because I had two speaking engagements. Oh, that's um, cool. That, so 4,000, 4, how much was each book? Uh, basically it came out to $84,000 total total. US. Okay. So 80, so basically what you've done, 84,000 bucks for a little giveaway you can give away, which is the book, but more importantly, you got Tim for two keynotes, which you could then use to maybe fill up these events and things like that. Walk yeah. me through, um, I'm kind of jumping around here. I want to, before I go forward down this Tim Ferriss event funnel, sure. the dinners, how were you, let's say you wanted to get Elon Musk to a dinner. Is it a cold email to him? And if so, what's the subject line? Ah, so I, I cover this in the book. I mean, it's one of those things like when I first started the dinner, I had no network per se. So I really started from scratch. So what I did was I, um, I built, uh, I was, they, there's a, a magazine in Canada that's like, like top 500 businesses in, in the country. And I literally created a list of like prospects from that. And I would reach out to them. And I was lucky if you know, I'd get a 5% response rate. It wasn't the greatest initially. Um, but there's, there's two kind of philosophies that I've used in these dinners. And then since with mastermind talks that have, that have helped immensely. So in the case of mastermind talks, the event, Tim was an anchor tenant. Um, and that's actually like a real estate kind of philosophy yep. where if you have like a flailing mall or something like that, if you get an Apple store, you know, you're going to attract other better stores as well. So in the case of mastermind talks, I was in a position where I didn't have the money to actually spend on speakers. Um, so, you know, speakers can cost two, $300,000 for an event. In the case of like, if you have, you know, a dozen speakers or something like that. So I knew if I had Tim, I could get people who want to be connected to Tim to speak for free or people who are already friends with Tim, but they're never at the same place at the same time. And I could use the event as a catalyst to reconnect them all. So having Tim as the anchor tenant uh, for mastermind talks is the same thing I do for, for big dinners. If I want to have an Elon Musk, who is somebody Elon wants to you know connect with or something like that. Now, obviously you're, you're shooting for the stars in that case, and it's not going to be super easy. Um, but that's, that's one way is going after the big fish because it's, it's going to be significantly easier to get anybody under uh, underneath that afterwards. The other philosophy is I got it from my good friend, Ryan holiday, which is kind of like moving up the food chain, which is, let's say you have, you know, Elon Musk on one spectrum and you have nine other 
entrepreneurs you want to invite. Uh, well, what you do is you you look at that list and you go after the person who's most likely to give you a yes. So probably the person with the least amount of demand on their time. Once you get their yes, then you go to the second person who's going to give you a yes. And then what you do is you're you're building social proof along the way. So by the time you get to you know guy number eight, you can be like, hey, these other seven people will be joining us. So there's that social proof there. So those are the kind of two methods you can use to get, you know, pull in a big name is either A, have an anchor tenant um, and pull in other amazing people or B, kind of work your way up the food chain and build that social proof. Gosh, that is pure gold. I'm already like trying to figure out, okay, we need more than 15 minutes here, but I got to keep it. We're going to keep it short. This is a really amazing stuff. I mean, so, so valuable. Take us down the first event. Tell us, you know, how many people showed up? What was the price point? What were the next steps after that? Yeah. So, uh, our first event, oddly enough, I, I reached out to friends of mine who run events and and they said, cause I didn't know what to price it at. I had no experience in the space. And they said, you, you probably, you probably get maybe a thousand bucks at most. You can't get more than a thousand bucks. So I said, okay, per perfect. Our first event was nine ninety five. So we started selling uh, tickets at nine ninety five, and we positioned it as, as application only. So people had to apply. Uh, and the nice thing about having big name speakers is that we leveraged them to, you know, tweet out. We did this influencer blast where we got everybody to reach out to their network all within a 48 hour period. And that's how we got the bulk of our application. So did you, did, done, you, did you give them kickbacks? Was it as an affiliate program if they sold a ticket? No, I mean, Thankfully, I had a, a, a relationship with everybody on some level, um, and this was our first event, and just people want to kind of support it. So we were very lucky in that sense. Were so these people that had, you'd maybe bought dinner for in the past? Yeah, or I've met at events or, or, or that kind of stuff. Again, like the one thing, like credibility rubs off. Uh, so that's the one thing now is like I've, I have a, a, a pretty strong personal brand in, in certain circles and I've never really produced like much content or that kind of stuff. But the thing is, is, you know, being found in the same circles as like a Ryan Holiday or a Tim Ferriss or Mark Echo and that kind of stuff, people just you know, naturally assume you're good friends with them, yeah. uh, which I am in, in, in some case now. But at, at the beginning, I, I wasn't. I was just kind of, you know, putting pulling all these people together for an event. So I was very blessed at the, the support we got kind of initially. Um, but yeah, we had 4,200 entrepreneurs apply. Um, it's application only. So I went through every single application one by one, which was not scalable, but hand selected <laughs> the top 150 people. And one thing uh, I'd say about price point, which, which would help your audience is that everybody said I couldn't get more than a thousand bucks. I decided to do an AB test and send like a hundred or 200 people to a landing page where it was $3,300. We had just as many people sign up at that $3,300 price point as we did at the thousand dollar price point. Point. Uh, but the, the best thing for me is they were better quality people because it was we really wanted the best of the best. So because of that, every year we've uh, we kept the, the we've kept the the event very intimate at 150 people. But we, we increased the quality of people in attendance year over year, and we increased the price point. So last year's event was six thousand dollars to attend. So walk me through that first event. What were the total costs of the event? How much did you make total on the on the fees and kind of what was the net profit? So that one broke even. Okay. Um, and that's, uh, that's uh, in the event space, usually the rule of thumb is that you need three or four events under your belt to break that's even. That's amazing. So yeah. It was, a, it was a success by most people's standards. And one of the core reasons for that is we didn't pay the speakers. Instead, what we did is I took a page out of Peter, Peter Diamandis' X Prize and we did uh, the best talk is voted by the audience, won $25,000. So uh, now hold on, that break even number, did that include the 84 grand you spent on Tim's initial book launch thing? Yes. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So, 
So I made a little bit of money, I guess, but it got swallowed up because that that uh, Tim's books. Um, but we we pretty much broke even. I think we, uh, revenues for for that event were around like the two hundred thousand dollar range. Um, and um, and yeah, it wasn't anything kind of to write home about. But the nice thing about that model is because it's so lean, and again, the the largest cost for most events are speaker fees. Then now we're charging such a high price point, and there's such high demand to come to our events. It's we're very very, very profitable. So now, yeah, um, I mean, if you got 150 people paying six grand, that's what 900k, something like that. Yeah, about 800, 900k. Top and then line. Uh, we still, we we can still, you know, tap sponsors and stuff like that. So, you know, we're we're approaching like million dollar events. Um, yeah, and we don't do it, do it for the money, but again, it it comes down to the quality of people in the room and just. It, we, we have a very specific target audience that we go after. Well, what is ne- Jason, what is next for you? I mean, this story you've already done so fast. I mean, this is, and this is only a span of what, a few years, right? Ranging from when you first did the deal with Tim. Our first event. Yeah. was May, 2013. So when was your first events. dinner? When was the first dinner you did? That would have been October, 2012. Wow. That's amazing. That's a really amazing. Yeah. So four or five years incredible mm, well, yeah less than that yeah it was well, about three three four years yeah i am going to go buy that book because i'm interested you said it was called <laughs> the mastermind book uh i think right Mas- mastermind dinners oh mastermind dinners great so we'll link yeah. to that in the show notes at nathanlatka.com forward slash the top five eight along with all these other resources that jason has mentioned uh jason uh again this is amazing i think people are going to want to hear more from you. We didn't even get into, I mean, we didn't even get into the, some of the content strategies you're doing, how you're selecting which members, how do you tell people know all that stuff? Guys, if you want to hear more from Jason, tell me in the comments, okay, uh, on the show notes, and I will do my best to bribe and do whatever I need to do with Jason to get him back on the show so we can ask him more questions. Okay, Top Tribe, I want to give you more brain juice this month, totally free. If you're loving this episode, text the word Nathan, N-A-T-H-A-N, to 33444 for your chance to win a prize on an upcoming show. The next prize is a pack of 14 business books valued at 250 bucks if you bought them on Amazon. And these books are the ones that Mark Zuckerberg thinks every entrepreneur must read. Jason, my heart is thumping. You can hear it in the mic. I'm excited. We're about to get into my favorite part of the show. Do you know what's next? I'm guessing some questions. Dude, it's it's time for the famous five. You ready? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, let's do it. All right. Number one favorite business book outside of Mastermind Dinners. I think one of, I mean, there, there's several and, and, and I wouldn't necessarily consider them, um, business books per se. Like I'm, I'm reading a lot of, um, like Seneca and stoicism right now, which helps me a lot as, as an entrepreneur man search for meaning is another great book, which helps a lot with, with mindset. But uh-huh. I guess one business book that has been great, um, as of late is uh, small giants, which is all about businesses that have chosen quality over quantity as far as instead of choosing to grow and they're, they're focused on quality and that's, you know, we've never spent a penny on marketing. It's because we're always, you know, focusing on wowing our attendees and getting them to sign back up and that kind of stuff. That so book that's is, in alignment with how we are. Yeah. That book is one of those undercover books. It's the one that has on the cover, the goldfish, right? The big one and the yeah. small one. Yeah, but yeah, Bo, yeah. I think Bo wrote that if I'm correct, the Inc yeah. magazine editor. Yeah. 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 Great book. We'll link it in the show notes. Uh, number two, uh, Jason, is there a CEO that you're following or studying right now? 
Um, I just read, I finished uh, Elon Musk's biography uh, when it came out. And that's, I mean, I, le- I read a lot of biographies and autobiographies and stuff like that. And I have no desire to be the next Elon Musk, but I can definitely uh, appreciate and take a lot of, of uh, wisdom from, you know, his drive and what he built with Tesla and SpaceX and Solar City and stuff like that. So it's a fantastic book. So he's somebody I've, who's on my radar currently. There you go. Okay. Number three, you know, you, for you, I imagine efficiency is huge. Is there an online tool you're using to help you be more efficient? Uh, Calendly is, is by far one of the, uh, that, that saved up so much time. Uh, basically it's an app, um, that, uh, is in sync with your Google calendar. So if somebody wants to schedule a call with you, you send them a link for like a 15 minute call or half an hour call, or whatever. And they basically pick a, a time that's available. It goes right into your calendar. You both get notifications. God, it's, it's, it saved me from hiring a virtual assistant. So Calend.ly. Uh, Catlin Lee, C-A-L-E-N-D-L-Y.com. Oh, .com. Okay, great. Perfect. Okay, number four, you're building an empire, Jason. I want to know if you're doing it in a balanced way. So yes or no, do you get eight hours of sleep every night? Yes, absolutely. Are you single, married, kids? Got a three and a half year old and I'm married. Wow. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Okay, number five, my favorite question. Um, and, And actually start off by telling us how old are you right now? I just turned 30. Okay, so go back 10 years. If you wish your 20 year old self knew one thing, what would it be? Um, I'd say there's a saying by a good friend of mine that uh, you're better off in life with no goals than chasing ones that belong to someone else. Hmm. Um, so I think the importance of awareness, cause that was a, the issue I ran into in my last business where I became very financially successful, but, uh, it's like I climbed to the top of a mountain and I started asking myself, is, is this, this all there is? Mm-hmm. Um, so as opposed to now, I mean, I'm, I'm financially well off in this new business, but I mean, all the people I, I deal with as far as uh, customers and attendees and stuff like that, I mean, some, there's some of my best friends. So it's a, it's a very different vibe. So I think the importance of awareness and being willing to kind of question yourself along the path. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, I, I'm trying to remember what you just, the part you said about goals, you said it's better to have no goals and chase somebody else's. Was that accurate? Yeah, you're better off in life with no goals than chasing yeah. ones that belong to someone else. And that's a quote by my good friend, Philip McKernan. I've never heard that. I love that quote. Well, if people want to, Jason, follow the next four years, and I, I mean, it's going to be amazing what you do. <laughs> where can they follow you or watch you online? Yeah, so I mean, uh, at Jason Gaynard is uh, on on Twitter. And then I have a podcast, mmtpodcast.com, where I'm 100% transparent in regards to how I run the business, how I do my marketing, all that kind of stuff. So if you're interested on, you know, how we grew thus far so quickly and without any money spent on marketing or any of that kind of stuff or interested in events, then just just go there. And there's a lot of podcast episodes about it. There you go. Top Tribe, isn't this guy amazing? I mean, holy cow, Jason, you know, from $600, you know, dinners, he spent 600 bucks on cold emailing people to round them up to mastermind talks starting at a thousand bucks per ticket. Now over six grand per ticket. You're crushing it. Thank you for taking us to the top. Dude, thanks for having me on. (laughs) You bet, man. Coming up tomorrow, you guys are going to love my guest. His name is Vinny Fisher, and here's why you're going to love him. He breaks down how he did $1.3 million in gross revenue and netted 160 grand on a Krill product. And by the way, he's a dad of four kids. Okay, Top Tribe, I am pouring my heart and soul into this podcast for you. Would you help me out by subscribing on iTunes? If you're listening on your Apple phone, hit the purple arrow in the upper left of your screen and you'll see the word subscribe in purple, all capital letters. Click that subscribe button if you want me to keep doing shows and I will see you tomorrow morning at 9 a.m.